Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Saturday night, get together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance your current one, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. All right, the hot stove league is in place. All right, it's just warming up. There are some embers, but it's nice to be talking about the offseason in baseball specifically if you're a Phillies guy who got beaten in the World Series. But uh, 29 out of the 30 teams looking to move on and get their offseason underway. We're going to talk about that with our next guest. He is the lead MLB columnist for the New York Times and also baseball author, whose newest book, The Grandest Stage, History of the World Series, just out in print these last couple of weeks. Tyler Kepner from the New York Times with me. TK, um, I read some of the uh, reviews on your uh, social media site on your Twitter, uh, playing to rave reviews so far this year, so far with this new <laughs> book, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Jody. It's uh, it, it's been really well received. I think people really um, took it in the spirit that I wrote it, just with sort of a uh, you know a real a real genuine passion for uh, the sport and the event. Um, and I think I, it sounds like that that really came through to a lot of people. So that's that's uh, that's really cool. No, you had your release date as the World Series was ongoing. Well, now you got one that's not in the book. So uh, with the way that it played out, Astros beating the Phillies, some exciting games. Uh, do you need to do an addendum immediately? <laughs> I don't think I don't think immediately. But if I ever do, there'll there'll be some interesting things from this one. Certainly the 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 second no hitter in World Series history, a combined right. one, but still. Um, you know, you had the Phillies hitting the five home runs and Harper's first swing, first pitchy season Philadelphia in the World Series. He hits a home run. You had a, a just a tremendous uh, game one and game five. Really, some great defensive plays and some comebacks. Um, you know, and of course Alvarez with with the, with the big blast in game six. So a lot to uh, a lot to unpack from that series. And 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 um, you know, maybe if there is a future edition, I'll uh, I'll get into it for sure. Which, by the way, anybody who's complaining about a combined no-hitter in the world say, come on, it's not Don Larson. You're right, it's not, but get used to it. That's the way no-hitters are going to be had going forward. We just don't have pitchers pitching complete games, even no-hitters anymore. So we uh, can put those complaints on the back burner. Here's my complaint. 29 of the 30 teams should be ready to move on and get ready for their offseason and upgrade to give them a better chance next year. The one team that's just coming off its victory parade it probably comes out of this week the most dysfunctional. The general manager who just led the team to a World Series, two straight World Series appearance, one win, is given his walking papers by the Astros that his contract was up and they only offered him a one-year dead duck kind of extension. What the hell's going on down in Houston? Yeah, it was rumored all uh, all throughout the postseason. You, you kept hearing it, and, and you could sort of almost feel the tension between uh, James Click and, and, and Jim Crane. Um, it just uh, was was not a a great uh, relationship that they had there. I think you know he James uh, Jim Crane really clicked well with Dusty, but um, not as much with Click. Um, it's still very much Jeff Luno's team. Um, 
he's he's long gone. I, I actually talked to him before Game Six. Uh, he was over there in Madrid with one of his soccer teams that that he that he runs now. Um, happily away from from baseball after the sign stealing scandal forced him out. But it's it's really still his infrastructure in place there. But Click was smart enough to keep it going and 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 to and to continue. Um, you know what what Luno had started, and I and I think uh, he and Crane obviously clashed on some some moves made or not made. Um, and you know Crane, I, I I wonder if you know he he maybe wanted a little more credit for this thing. Um, you know, and 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 he, he talked openly about having to be more involved than he had in the past. So um, yeah, you know the owners get a get a taste of success, and 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 um, you know they they maybe start to think that they uh, have a whole heck of a lot to do with it. And, and I think his smartest move of all really was giving Jeff Luno a, a, a blank slate and saying, uh, you know, do what you can to, to turn this thing around. And, and Luno made a lot of enemies, but he, uh, he really did turn it around. So the fact that uh, you win a World Series and you can't get a new contract for more than one year and you end up walking away from the team – They've got to have another general manager. I know they uh, also let go his right-hand man, the assistant general manager. So they're looking for someone. You want to get someone to fill the bill quickly because free agency has already gotten underway. Um, Does anybody want that job, knowing what Jim Crane just did to the GM that won him a World Series? Yeah, that's a huge red flag for sure. Um, You know, to to think about, well, you'd be inheriting a a really great team with a chance to to keep winning, but... um, you know, it doesn't seem like you'd have uh, the, the kind of autonomy that you'd want, or um, whatever. But then again, you know, there's only there's only 30 jobs uh, like that. Um, so if you if you take that job, you'd be going into it with your eyes open, and and you'd be able to obviously talk with Jim Crane and and and, and hopefully get a, a, a you know a, a favorable uh, view of him. Uh, of your working relationship. So, um, obviously there's a lot, a lot to like about that organization. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, I think he'll find, uh, he'll find the right guy, whether, whether he has that guy in mind already, whether it's David Stern or something, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, we should find out soon, I guess. Yeah, Stern, the former president of the Brewers, stepped aside at the end of the year, said he's just going to do consulting work for Milwaukee. He wasn't looking to go anywhere else, but he had formerly come from Houston. His is the name that moves right to the top of the rumor list. Um, were you buying when he said, no, no, I'm just stepping away from the game. I'm going to be uh, lesser involved going forward, or is he going to be more involved with his old team? Well, I suppose he could. Um you know, I, I, I think he has some. He's a New York guy, but I think he has some some family connections down there in Houston, and obviously a, a track record of being uh, right by Jeff Luno's side when they were building that thing up um, back then. Uh, and and obviously he's done a great job with the Brewers. So um, I wouldn't be shocked. You know, if, if I think he's sincere in, in in saying that you know he he, he did want to step back and and um, but if if you know crane comes up with with a with a great offer and and and, and all that stuff I, I, it wouldn't shock me because once you get one of these jobs um and you're pretty good at it um you, you kind of want to keep doing it um at, at some point but the fact that he just stepped aside um if he really is feeling like he needs a little break i'm not sure taking over the world champs is uh <laughs> is the best recipe for a break either with an owner who likes to be very hands-on. Exactly right. right. Tyler Kepner, MLB columnist and author, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, before we get to free agency, 
Uh, this week, MLB sent out 14 uh, free agent uh, qualifying offers. Pretty big number. They've been less than that the last couple of years, but some guys that were absolutely uh, no-brainers, the Trey Turners, the Bogarts, the DeGroms, the Swansons, the Rodons of the world, uh, no great surprises. But there were a couple that did kind of surprise me, both uh, Nate Valdi, who has been more hurt than good over the last couple of years, and Jock Peterson of the Giants, who we know has good power, but uh, isn't much of a fielder or a runner anymore. $19.65 million for one year for any of these guys. How many people are actually going to say, yeah, I can play for $19.5 million? Yeah, I think this could be a year where we see a, a few guys accepted. Um, I think the teams really dared these players to, to, to take it, um, figuring that, hey, you know, a, a one-year deal is, isn't, isn't such a bad gamble. And... Um, you know, maybe these some of these guys will think twice about going into the free agent market if they have that qualifying offer attached to them. So, specifically, if I was uh, Martin Perez or Tyler Anderson or Ivaldi or Jock Peterson, I think I would take it. Um, you know, you can't get it again uh, next year. If you go out and have another good season, you'll 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 do well in free agency anyway. Um, and nineteen million is is probably more than your. Um, your value right now um, in the industry. So, you know, I, I, I think, um, you know, in, in all those cases, there's, there's, a, there's a decent chance that we see those guys come right back rather than risk going out into a market where they'd encounter some skepticism, at least uh, Evaldi, you know, over his health and, and uh, Perez and Anderson over their track records. And, um, you know, th- their market would be a little depressed because of the draft pick compensation attached. Not a bad uh, hedge position to be in, getting $19.5 million. Good on those exactly. guys if they do take the offers. All right, let's talk about free agency. It's officially gotten underway. More retaining players than anybody changing teams. The Astros, I guess it was the owner who cut the deal, brought back Rafael Montero on a, uh, a three-year deal coming out of the bullpen for them at a good number. Uh, the Mets got Edwin Diaz done at a big deal before free agency uh, even kicked in, and uh, Robert Suarez, the 31-year-old rookie for the Padres this year, got a nice five-year deal as well. Emphasis on bullpen pieces. Does that tell you something for free agency overall? Or, yeah, we'll just get these out of the way and then go on from there. Yeah, it tells me it's going to be a really good year for the players. Um, <laughs> you know, if you look at, at, at Rafael Montero, I mean, he had a, he had a great season for sure. Um, you know, 70 games, 71 games. Um, and and uh, two thirty something ERA was great in the postseason, but thirty four and a half million over three years for a setup guy is shocking to me, um, especially a guy who uh, you know was was really bad for most of last year with Seattle. And I understand he's not the same pitcher, and and, and he's he's having he had a great year, but that was a stunning number to me. Um, you know, Suarez uh, has I guess he has more of a successful track record in the sense that he was really good. Uh, overseas, but he only has one you know, one year in the big leagues, and he was able to get five and forty six with an opt out. So, um, and of course, Edwin Diaz, the first hundred million dollar closer. So that shows me that you know the, these are moves that teams uh, figure they could do early, um, and you know the, the relief market can sometimes be the the first to to crack. But man, these are high prices for uh, for middle relievers, um, especially when we see how often. 
the, how volatile relievers can be and how often you can just find them for um, very little money from your farm system or off the waiver wire if you just teach a guy a new pitch or something. So it's a little curious to me, but it probably shows that there's a lot of money out there and uh, players are going to get it. Money to be had. And Edwin Diaz got the biggest chunk, over $100 million. And, oh, by the way, deferred money in the contract, not going to be paid off for 20 years. Uh, I know we've had Bobby Bonilla Day for the last couple of decades. Are you and I going to be around long enough to see Edwin Diaz days when the Mets have to write checks in the middle of the summer for Edwin Diaz, who's long since moved on? <laughs> well, hopefully they're not investing that, uh, you know, with a, a shady investor this time like they did with uh, the Bonilla situation um you know i i I tell you though man if i was a player i would want deferred money because it's it's a a check on like you know losing your your fortune like if if you know that you you're gonna have something good coming in um you know when you're old and gray uh man i'd take that i I, because you got you got plenty to you got plenty to go around uh right now but i I would i would take it a little bit later so good for edwin i guess and uh Yeah. yeah maybe we'll have edwin diaz day Nice little uh, 401k that the checks keep rolling in long after you're done playing. Uh, one guy who's definitely playing one more year at a $20 million number is Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers. I guess the deal's not official, but everybody on their brother is reporting it has done one year in $20 million. Um, Was there any chance that he was ever going to pitch for someone other than the L.A. Dodgers? Well, you hear the Rangers, just you know, but I don't know if you really hear that from Clayton or just because of the logical connection. Um, that he's from Dallas, and and you know sometimes guys want that one experience of playing um, in their hometown, um, and the Rangers are are sort of aggressive again in free agency. But um, you know I, I think Clayton really uh, understand. He's smart enough to understand what a good thing he has going there um, in L.A., and he knows how to um, be a Dodger. You know he has his routine. He knows he's going to get a chance to win. Um, every year and uh, you know it's 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 not so bad i mean you know you go home and then then there could be a whole new set of uh, unforeseen pressures that uh you know kershaw probably doesn't need in his life I, it, you know i've always got a feeling he likes to keep things as as simple as possible and and um you know i get 20 million dollars to go back to to uh to the dodgers is, is not so bad i mean he holds all their pitching records for the most part won a championship there and and he's always going to have chance for more so um it's logical all the way around. The Dodgers really need him. I mean, he, you know, he, he's not. I don't know if he's going to be a thirty start guy, but even for twenty two or, or so starts, um, he's usually outstanding. And and they, uh, you know, with Bueller out this year after Tommy John, um, you know, they they need you know, and and Gons, uh, well, what's the name? Uh, Anderson, a free agent, and Andrew Heaney, a free agent. Um, that was a move that made sense to take care of right away. The most intriguing thing about free agency to me, and it may get going within the next couple of days or it might not, is the shortstop market. Again, you've got some really big guys. Carlos Correa back in again when he was in it last year when it was a big market. This year, Trey Turner and Bogarts and Swanson, those are four uh, all-star level shortstops. How is the timing going to go? Is it going to be who goes first, who waits for last? Is there a balance between the two? How do you think those shortstops are going to come off the table? Yeah, I, I, it's, that's always the big question. Um, I mean, Correa waited a long time last year um, after the lockout and everything. Uh, he hired Scott Boris, and and you know Boris worked his magic with a huge um, base salary for for one year, and and he used that escape hatch of the opt out clause. So. Um, sometimes if a guy takes a long time, one year, he, he, he tries to do it quickly the next year. But with Boris, um, 
you know, he doesn't usually do things quickly. So I don't know if that really applies here. Um, you know, we saw Trey Turner come out early with that, that John Hamm narrated video talking about how awesome he is. Um, you know, and you hear a lot of things about him and the Phillies and all that. Um, you know, Bogarts, I think, wants to be a Red Sox, but uh, I, w- I would, if I was another team, I'd pursue him aggressively. I think he's going to age really well, and he's he's just terrific. So um, I don't know how the time he's going to go. I think that's whatever he's wondering. Um, but, uh, you know, whoever makes the first move is, is going to want to make sure that they don't, uh, you know, that, that they don't set a bar that, um, you know, people are going to uh, ridicule later. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very delicate balance because, you know, you don't want to be last. Like sometimes you get less than less than you you thought. But um, if you're first and you're the first one stepping out there, you might, you know, your contract might get dwarfed pretty soon. Right. That's why it's as, as intriguing as it is. Certainly, at the shortstop market, but just overall, because this is a unique free agency. Because two years ago we were coming off COVID. Last year, free agency stopped and started with the collective bargaining agreement not being done and the owners locking out the players and then a mad dash once they got a deal in place. This should be back to business as usual. Will it? Yeah, you know, where they're going to actually have the winter meetings again. And, and um, you know, I, and, and I, I wonder, even in, in the years before COVID, there was uh, this this real habit of, of just waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, to the point where a lot of the players thought they were being colluded against, um, you know, because they were getting similar offers and stuff. Um, so I, I don't get that sense that, that the, it's really like that anymore. I think teams are going to want to be aggressive. Maybe it's the uh, maybe the extra wild card out there. We saw what the Phillies did, um, you know, with a couple of big free agent moves last year, um, you know, and they were able to, to get to the World Series. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm, maybe it's just wishful thinking, but I'm pretty hopeful that we'll have some some moves uh, starting fairly soon, and um, that it won't be this long, drawn out thing um, like it has been in the past. All right, if people are already suffering from withdrawal after the World Series, and they need something to fill the void, where can anybody get the easiest way to pick up the grandest stage history of the World Series by uh, Tyler Kepner? Uh, well, wherever uh, you know, wherever you get your books, really, uh, like they say, I mean, you can get it on Amazon. It's, it's been there for, you know, it's been out for a month now, and and um, the Penguin Random House website, a publisher, or, or your local bookstore, wherever you, where you find it. I think it, it's, uh, you know, it's it's was meant to be a book that's sort of timeless. Obviously, it won't have this year's World Series in it because it came out before that happened, but um, it deals with universal themes from the World Series. Um, you know, dealing with pressure and 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 managing in the series and and unsung heroes and a lot of a lot of fun things like that and and, and I really go through and try to tell stories because that's 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 what I think I do best and and it's not a it's not a chronology it's not a reference book it, it's uh, just a, a lot of fun stories about the World Series and hopefully you know people have a, a better understanding of it and and you know maybe get their uh, get their baseball fix in without any games right now. During the offseason, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of uh, baseball fans out there looking to do just that. That's the look with the book. Appreciate you enlightening us for a couple minutes here tonight, Tyler. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Jody. My pleasure. Tyler Kepner, MLB columnist, lead columnist for the New York Times and his new book, The Grandest Stage History of the World Series, available where you get your better books. All right, Jody Mack coming back. I got better phone lines. 
At least that's my braggadocious point. We'll see. You get on them. Do so now. 855-212-4227. Jody Mac Saturday Night Get Together here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 